My name is Guy Vickerstaff and I'm the chair of the IPA in Scotland. Welcome to the first of my monthly Creative 2.0 podcasts. The idea behind this series is to share some insight and inspiration in short 20-minute interviews. My Creative 2.0 agenda will take a look at the people, the skills and the tools that will enable us to reimagine the future of our industry. And along the way, I'll be talking to some rather interesting people. My first guest is Robin Garton. He's the new Executive Creative Director at Sky Creative, the UK's biggest in-house creative agency. So welcome to the first uh, Creative 2.0 podcast. I'm with uh, Robin Garton, the Executive Creative Director of Sky Creative Agency, the biggest in-house creative agency in the UK, I think. Hi, Robin. Oh, hello. Yeah, I think that's right. I think we are the, the, the biggest, UK's biggest in-house agency. And how big are you in terms of numbers? Well, we're 375-ish people now. Right. Uh, wow. And what's the kind of split um, creative versus, I mean, are you all creative? Do you face, let's, let's just get straight into it. So that, how does that 375 break down in terms of roles? Well, so I think what's interesting about, about us is that, is that there's sort of three parts of the agency. There's uh, kind of advertising part to it, then there's a kind of broadcast and brand design part to it, and then there's a kind of promo part to it. So it, it is, it is uh, an internal agency, but it's, it's sort of broader than your traditional advertising agency. Right. And obviously, you know, from an advertising point of view, it's completely through the line. So we recently merged two, two agencies in, into one. There was a fairly old-fashioned model of above the line, below the line. Now we are one through the line agency. Okay, so would it be fair to say that anything that anyone sees that promotes anything for Sky comes from your team? Would that be fair? Uh, yeah, that, uh, yes, to some extent. There are, there are um, other external agencies on Sky's roster, um, but uh, yeah, uh, the, you know, the majority of the work comes out of, comes out of us. Uh, how long has Sky, Sky Creative Agency been running for in in a kind of recognisable shape? Uh, well, I, I, I'd say um, it's gone through a, a kind of evolution development. It's, it's, it's been, a, been around for a while, but I think in its kind of current guise, probably th three years uh, of, um, you, know, a, a, you know, it being established in the way it has and, and, and grown like it is. Yeah. So I known you through the AND model when you were in a Pulse at News and... Um, how does how does what what's uh, how how does how does Sky Creative differ in terms of uh, an external model on site or or even from a traditional agency model? Just just give us the. Um, well, look, I, I think there's a distinction between um, Pulse. Uh, Pulse was an on-site agency, so it was an externally owned agency owned by the AM Partnership, obviously, but servicing news as a, as a client. Um, the difference is that Sky Creative Agency is, is, is owned by Sky. But I think in, in, in both cases, actually, uh, they've operated as, as their, you know, their, their own entity. So at Sky Creative, we are an agency. We have our own kind of P&L, which obviously is, is a you know, non-profit P&L, but we you know, deliver that back to, back to Sky. Um, and although we are part of Sky, we are also kind of independent and we, we, we uh, interact with the marketing team in the same way that an agency would with their with their clients, and and we have an agency identity that that I think is kind of key to to uh, the way we work and to the successes we've had. I'm assuming the people that listen to to this podcast will be coming from a traditional agency background, so the IPA member agencies. In your experience, what are the big differences with the in-house experience as a, as a creative? 
Well, I, I, you know, I, I think um, clearly what kind of be, being in house allows you to do is, is to, to get to know the brand and the business better, um, and um, turn things around faster, uh, be, you know, be, be more responsive, um, and but, but also sort of. Uh, look at the kind of wider wider client problems I think you know as, as the kind of media landscape changes and, and evolves uh, there is a need to kind of communicate more quickly in more different ways with, with the consumer and being an agency on site or an internal agency allows you to, to, to do that much more quickly uh, you know and I think also just from, from a kind of a consistency of communications you know people are interacting with brands in kind of many in a more diverse way than, than they're used to and actually what what you need to do is have a consistent tone of voice across across all of that, and and that and and being internal, I think both both you know helps you deal with that mix of marketing, but also helps you kind of get get the brand and un, and understand it. And I, you know, I, th I think that uh, you know brands live out in the world with their consumers, but the place that the that the, the brands live their their kind of fullest life is is in the is in the in the organisation itself, in the in the buildings and the corridors and the you know. The culture of the meetings that people have in, in a building and unless as an internal agency you you get to know that you get to feel it you get to live the brand every day and and, and uh, that actually then helps you communicate it with the rest of the world and you know I think the, the best advertising ideas if we look back over time are those that are kind of internal as well as well as external yeah Tesco every little helps was a mantra that went right through their organization um, Exactly, the power of dreams, exactly. And, you know, I, I think actually, interestingly, at Sky, we've, we've got Believe in Better, and I think that we, that's absolutely lived with it, within the organisation. There's a, there's a, it's an enormous uh, organisation, but there is a sort of entrepreneurial culture, a, a kind, of, uh, kind of restlessness to, to do better. And, and, you know, Believe in Better is something that, that is lived there. But actually, I think we're coming to realise that we need to communicate that better with the, with, with the outside world. But you know, and I, I think that an internal agency is perhaps better placed to link what what a brand is really about with the consumers. That's right. You're you're living and breathing the brand alongside the brand team. Exactly. Anecdotally, have you, you know, even just in conversations within Sky, heard any feedback that says, you know from your clients saying kind of we prefer working like this because dot 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 I mean I've experienced that in my role because I am in an on-site agency with a big corporate that it's kind of the language of you just get it and it's as quicker and you get to the answer quicker is that something that you've experienced in Sky? Yeah uh, yes you know I, I, I think I think it is you know for, for, for us it's you know we we are the brand as much as, as you know as much as as much as as anyone else and you know we're kind of connected to it because we work for it um and but you know i think yeah, you know marketers or or people within the organization that you're dealing with know that you're on the on the same page you've got that you've got the same agenda um and yes i think they because because that's all you work on and because you've spent time time doing it you you understand the business in the same way that they do and you're sort of approaching problems from the same point of view I think what you know what you what you have to be careful about is that is that you do maintain that that client agency relationship though I think you know great work comes from 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 a friction there you know uh, and what you don't want to do is become uh, you know uh, you, you don't want to feel like you're, you're just you're just delivering what what other people are expecting you you, you know the day the, the, the danger is becoming um, uh, internalized or become I can't think of the, of the right word but 
you know, and so you, 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 need, you need to maintain that friction because that's where the best work comes from. But it's about managing that friction and I think that's easier to do from, from, uh, from internally than I think quite often agencies want that friction, but it builds up and up and up until the relationship becomes more difficult. There's a really interesting point. Um, so how do you maintain that uh, creative, that positive tension between, you know, between kind of agency and, and client uh, with it in-house? Well, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's just, it's really just about a creative ambition. You know, I, I, I think there's an advertising industry and, uh, and w- you know, we have an ambition to do groundbreaking work for Sky, but groundbreaking work for the, for the industry too. And, uh, you know, I think you, ha- you, you know, as, as a advertising creative, you're looking around the place, thinking about doing better ads than, the, than, than are out there, not just about, about doing, uh, you know, the, the next Sky ad, but then you want to be doing the next, the next great ad, the ad that beats John Lewis at Christmas, the ad that yeah. does something else. And, and so, the, you know, that, that creative ambition is, is, is what, what drives you. Then, you know, on a kind of more practical level, I think it's about making sure that there is fresh thinking within, within your department. So, um, you know, keep, keeping a certain amount of freelance coming, coming through the place. I think also it's very easy to, um, to, to kind of fall into the trap of, of I guess more senior experienced creatives are often better at dealing with clients and dealing with those sort of you know conversations that uh, you know that, that, that come about from from you know being in in on site and having kind of more meetings with clients than you might in an agency and, and so it's very easy to get a kind of top heavy department and actually what you need to do is is is, is make sure you've got juniors coming in who have a, that kind of naivety of thinking whereby it's it's what if we did this and then you have to work out how it works for Sky or wherever your your brand is, rather than it being what what's the what's what's the Sky idea look like, which you, you sometimes get from the more senior people. Having having spoken to uh, a, a number of people who are in similar kind of in house on site, you know, closer agency uh, client relationships, one of the one of the words that comes up fairly quickly is culture. Were you lucky enough to come into a great creative culture? I imagine Sky would have quite a good creative culture, or did you have to carve out um, y- your own kind of tone of voice, your own kind of body language, if you like, in terms of how you relate to the client? Um, no, I mean, I, I came into somewhere where, where that already existed. Uh, you know, I think ge- geography is, is um, important and having your, your, own, your own space. Uh, you know, we're lucky at Sky in that we've, we, we've got, you know, a, a building that is, that is um, uh, Sky Creative and, you know, pe- people, you know, w- walk across the, the campus to get to us and we walk across the campus to go to the, the marketing team. And yes, there's, 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 you know, kind of places where we'll sit and work, work together, but, but there is a distinct area and, and ha- having, having that and, and, and feeling like, you know, and people feeling like they're coming into the, to the creative space when they come to see you, I think is, is important. And, and, and then, um, you know, I, I, I think that, that you know there is a slightly different different attitude. There is a kind of um, you know creative focus within the agency. I think people probably dress slightly more scruffily than 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 you know they do in the marketing team or in the you know in other parts of the business. Um, and I think it's just you know it's just making sure that you hire people with a creative agenda, not a client agenda. Right. Of that three hundred and seventy-five, in terms of recognizable creative departments so designers edit i mean how many how many are we talking here robin 
Uh, oh, All of them. Yeah, I mean, the majority. Yeah, the, the majority. Yes, we've we, you know we've got account management and project management, uh, um, you know, and pr- producers and all that, all, all the kind of people you need to to support a creative um, function. But you know, the, by far the majority of 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 people are, are you know creative people, um, and you know whether that's the designers, you know, promo cutters or conceptual creatives. Skills in you know everything from motion graphics to, to you know uh, digital experts to to right. some of the best retouches in London you know whatever wow. whatever you need it's all it's all there. So would you one one of my one of my kind of creative two point zero platforms is around skill sets and the appropriate skill sets that young people coming into the industry uh, would need. And so if we almost park copywriters because I think writing is a is a skill in its own. So there are certain talents within writing, you know, so you need to write for certain platforms you need to do. You know, so that's that's one thing. But in terms of the kind of visual articulations and art directors and conceptualizing, and have you noticed that there's a different kind of shape to the creatives coming through? I mean, do you look for a certain different kind of skill set or yeah, how, do you, how do you approach that? You know, I, I, I think, uh, you, you, you know, with all these things, I think, you, you, you know, you, you, want a, you want a blend of, of skills and expertise. You know, ultimately, uh, you know, across across everything, I think, you know, or especially within the kind of advertising remit, you know, the ideas are still central to what to what we do, and absolutely, absolutely should be. And you know, so pri- primarily, you know, we're still looking for people who who have ideas, who cherish ideas, who talk about ideas, who will fight for ideas. Um, but the, but in terms of how they execute them, you know that that is obviously is obviously changing. And I, I you know I think what's interesting is when you meet teams or individuals coming out of college or starting out in, in advertising, they I think quite often expect uh, expect the industry to be much more di- kind of digital and social focused than it is. And I, you know I think that that you that you find find them coming into agencies and being and being a little bit surprised that they're sort of being asked to be so traditional in 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 how they're executing things, and and I, I sort of feel like actually the you know the the industry in general is actually lagging behind uh, what they're what they're teaching in college and and how kind of broader businesses are are, are thinking about things. And, you know, there's the advertising agencies, you know, service big clients who are who who are you know kind of like super tankers and still kind of carrying on on their on their course even though they've turned the wheel they're still they're still producing the same stuff but actually you know the the the, the businesses that are starting up all over the world at the moment are are, are are doing so without advertising agencies and without thinking about traditional advertising and they're you know they're, they're going straight to the consumer through facebook instagram all, all the stuff that we know about yeah. and and uh People are coming into the industry and actually being surprised that we're not we're not leading that and that we're 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 sort of still still you know kind of trying trying to adapt to it. That's interesting. So, with with that number of uh, of of creative mm-hmm. practitioners in your in your agency, um, it must be. I mean, I can't begin to imagine how managing that 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 number would be just can you give me an idea of how you structured it is it any different from what would be the you know so would you have group heads and all that kind of stuff or or do you do you structure it in kind of you know channel verticals how how, how do you how do you approach it um so so there, there, there is a sort of group head structure you know there there are um 
you know, there's executive creative director level, then there's creative directors. Um, uh, I've got a number of them working for me and, they, and they're, they're structured by more by product vertical. So, you know, someone in charge of sports, someone in charge of um, dramas, someone looking at kind of you know, news and corporate, someone looking at TV vertical. So, so they're, they're um, you know, they're, they're, they're structured by verticals. And, and for, for a reason in, in that, you know, great creative is, is not something that comes out just like that overnight it's never let's have a or suddenly I've had a great idea and it happens it's all it's always a journey and I think that you, you know you want you want people to be thinking about kind of a product as a whole and moving moving you know that that whole part of the of the business on and building the, the relationships that that make that happen and uh, kind of building on on the on the work um, you know step by step I think you know the kind of uh, doing out doing doing outstanding work is is I've kind of used the analogy of, of like climbing Everest. I think you have to, you have to, you know, if you start at base camp, you can't go straight to the top. You have to sort of get all the work up to, up to kind of a higher level for camp one, and then you have to move it all to camp two, and then finally you kind of from from a, a level of of sort of a great base that's kind of up there, then you can get to the to the very top. And I, you know, so I, I think you need to give you, there needs to be areas of responsibility in order to in order to do that. You know. Um, ha having people just you know milling around and going well, I'm just going to have a great on that idea on this today. It's it, you know yes, great ideas come like that, but but generally they only make it if there is a, a you know they're part of a journey right. that everyone's on. So obviously a big part of um, in-housing and and uh, and putting agencies as close as possible to clients is is efficiency. It's driving things through quickly and 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 more effectively and and and, and more efficiently. Are you? Have you seen or uh, have you set up any kind of processes that you believe agency could learn from in terms of kind of getting work through quickly or maybe well look, you know I, I think there's definitely an efficiency and a, and a cost saving to it I, I, I don't think that we in the case of skycrate it was necessarily set, I mean yes it was set up a bit with that in mind but it was more just about the the the, the the volume of work and the diversity of work that we, we we needed to be doing and that's and that's much easier when you're within the organisation you understand all the people that you that you need to talk to to make that happen I think what 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 happens by being there is that you have conversations with more people than you do as an external agency you tend as external agency you tend to have kind of very singular co co contacts um, and I think the you know uh, the the, the Problems are obviously, you know, occasionally solved in meetings, but more often they're solved after the meeting or before the meeting or in some corridor conversation that that, that happens at some other other point. Um, and you know, being there obviously facilitates that. I, I think what you have to be, and it is much more efficient because you know people will just want something and come and talk to you about that. I think what you have to be careful about is that it's then very easy for everything that any marketing person or or, or you know client. That thinks of they be I'll just get the agency to look at that and suddenly you've got all these I'll just get the agency to look at that I'll just get the agency to look at that and you've got this kind of raft of stuff that then becomes very urgent because it's generally a last minute thought and so you've got all this urgent stuff that you need to take care of and actually what you need to do is is kind of keep keeping keep some focus on what's important and those and those and you know those those big things that are actually going to change ch you know change something move the dial in in in, in, a, in a in a kind of bigger way and and so you know, there, there. Yes, there, there's huge efficiencies to being there, and just the, you know, the, the the ease of communication is is a is a plus point. But you just have to make sure that you're 
that, you, that, that you're still focused on what's important. So can you tell us a little bit about structure and process that works for you? So, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, whatever, whatever agency uh, model you're in, you know, you, you need to have a, a way of working that, that, that is the sort of the, 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 the norm. Uh, just because you know, then workflows you can manage. You can manage um, how, how the work goes through the agency, and what resource you need, all, all of that stuff. And without some structure and process, you're never going to do that. But I, th I think what being inter an internal agency allows you to do, uh, and I've certainly had success with this, is that you know, if a project requires some different thinking or different way of doing things, then then create the process around that around that project don't be don't be afraid to 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 to, to do it differently uh, you know for for that i had experience at um pulse when when we effectively um we we created a whatsapp group to to, to write headlines in uh, and and uh, we had one one client and one copywriter responsible for it was for, during the euros we would we would um posting uh, headlines to, to to posters as soon as things happened on the pitch and, the and sun yeah the sun yeah. campaign exactly and and you know at that at that point the, the only way to do it was 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 to sort of relinquish the the, the normal the normal process and put you know a copywriter however junior they might be and a, and a client however junior they might be in charge in charge of of that game and people can contribute from the pub or from you know home or from wherever they were with ideas and you know I, I was I was looking at it when I when I could and, and you know giving my opinion. But really, what happened was the people put in charge of that got on with it. And you know, if there had been a headline that we needed to pull, we could have pulled it moments later. But there wasn't. It just you know it worked, and we got some brilliant lines out as a result. And I think you know the temptation is is to always kind of maintain this organisational control, and it has to go through this process because the senior people have to see it. But actually, um, you know, I I think. The, the benefit about being an internal agency is that people get the business and the brand and they understand it and it's much less often that someone does something that's off-brand as, as, as a result. Yeah, so, so trust is a big part in there and also a kind of flat structure as well. So to yeah. minimise the number of people who are touching that bit of creative and, and have a very, a very short trust you know yeah. line and I think that's and, one of the great benefits of being. Yeah, I, th I think it is and, I, and I, you know, I, I think what one of the potential problems of being in internal agencies because you can have all these conversations that that that, that lots of and, and those are really helpful. But what you don't want is all those conversations to start changing changing the work and diverting it and and you know you get this kind of advertising by committee uh, and and so you, I think you you need to try and um, reduce the number of stakeholders that that, that can influence it. Actually, we're looking at a kind of model at the moment whereby we're this idea of project sponsors so that some someone is in charge of uh, of a project uh, at whatever level they might be within within the organization and and it's up to them to to pull in the people they need for that for that for that project um and but ultimately they you know they've they've got responsibilities for it so so ra rather than it kind of being junior marketeer does it shows it to a you know middleweight marketeer goes up to the, the the exec and all the way along it's sign off it's much more that you've got ownership for this get input from the people that you know you need it from um and and that's that that project sponsor actually could, could be on the marketing team but could equally be on the agency side depending on the on the project so so uh you know i i, I think it's it's about get, getting people involved but but not being strict about the kind of 
approval process. Yeah. So I, we were just chatting before we started recording about some, some, uh, and I promise I wouldn't bring it up, but it's, it's fine. So the kind of broad guidelines to how a project was approached when uh, we were chat- I was chatting to the head planner down at uh, Pulse at News, and and they, they really struck me, and they were almost kind of like so simple that uh, that uh, they've stuck in my head. One was every briefs owned by the client and the agency. Every piece of creative that comes out of that is owned by the client and the agency. So the, the, you've got this kind of co-ownership uh, thing going on. And another one that that, um, that really uh, hit me with its simplicity was was momentum is better than perfection. I think in a traditional model we can we can get stuck in 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 this kind of various stages of development. And I think if if you're got this kind of committee this group of of owners of that project then it's much easier to to push things along and actually get to a solution a better solution earlier than it would be dropping it into to various little silos along the way yeah but you know i think that's true that's true of the of the the media landscape now as well it's much more um you know we're just communicating much more quickly and easily with the consumer. So you can say one thing one minute and one, and one thing the next. And it, you know, I, I think the you know creative is in market for much less 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 time, and you don't need to get to this place where it's it's you know absolutely right. So often, certainly in, in you know in in, in some in some yeah. bits of, bits of it, it's better to better to be doing than than not doing. Yeah, exactly. One of the things that came out early on was one of the big benefits of being in house is is almost like a brand hygiene thing. So I really like that, and that's one of the things I'm gonna take away from this, is that actually, if you're not dealing with multiple external agencies, you're just dealing with one kind of team, then the way your brand communicates is gonna be far more um, far more consistent. That's a, that's a real good note for me. And I'm gonna end with a, with, with, a, with a, I suppose, a curly question, which was, Robin, if you were gonna set up an agency tomorrow, what kind of shape would it be? Uh, well, you know, I, I think I think the industry—that's the question the industry is asking, right? The the the, the traditional agency model is, uh, you know, still still works in in some cases, but I think that there's a kind of general understanding that that's probably not not the future. And I think that internal agencies are certainly a a, a potential future for this for this for this industry now. You know, not all clients are big enough to to, to warrant or, or, or need one, um, uh, and uh, you know, e- even even the big ones will have you know reasons why it might might not suit them. But I, you know, f- for me, this is my second internal agency. I I, I love being that close to the business. I, I think that that you know, um, that's what that's what advertising is is great at taking a kind of business business problem and and solving it in an in an unusual way, and. You know, the the kind of that has taken us on this kind of road of t- of you know TV and press and posters for for years, and now it's about digital. But but really, it's not it's not about any of that any of them. It's just about having you know finding ideas that are that are, that are clever solutions to business problems, and you know increasingly those are about how you act as much as about you know what what you say. Um, and I think that as as an internal agency, you 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 get to be in those conversations about. How do we how do we change this this business or how do we get around this business problem? Whereas I think as an external agency, that thinking's often happened first. And it's like right here's the brief. We need a piece of advertising that is going to say this. But actually, the the, the joy of being close to the business is that is that you're 
you know, you're solving a problem further upstream. Perfect. That's a great way to end. And I want to thank you, Robin, for your time. I really appreciate it. Not at all. It's been and, a pleasure. Uh, thank you for being my first guest on the Creative 2.0 podcast series. Great. Thank you very much. Robin Garton, thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. And until the next podcast, goodbye.